0: Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hello, hello,
1: everybody. Welcome to the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life podcast. This is an inspiring, empowering series where some of the world's cutting edge mind, body, spirit, healers, coaches, and leaders are coming together to share with you their wisdom, their tools, To support you to move beyond fear, self-doubt, limiting beliefs, so that you can heal pain, illness, trauma. I am your host, Tanya Penny. I'm an occupational therapist and Vibrant Body and Abundant Life coach. And I'm here because I am really devoted to helping you have a healthy body, a peaceful mind, a balanced life, so that you can fully live your passions, your purpose. With abundance and really ultimate freedom so today I'm excited beyond beyond words to share the wisdom of Glenn Harold with you we are going to be diving into the very important topic of cultivating self-love and worth Ooh! now I know that pretty much all of us listening have been on this path probably for some time I know I have And I also know that we can always use a little bit of a tune-up. So we will be taking a few questions at the end of the call today. You can submit your questions, either if you're on the webcast, which I see many of you are, at the bottom of the screen. Or if you are on the phone, you can raise your hand by hitting star 2. And like I said, we'll have about 15 minutes or so at the end. We'll pick a few questions. And... um, yeah, so a little bit about Glenn before we get started for those of you who are new to him. So, Glenn Harold is an author, musician, and experienced clinical hypnotherapist who has helped thousands of clients over a wide range of stress related problems. His unique and highly effective series of professional hypnosis and meditation recordings have sold over 10 million and are one of the world's best-selling self-help audio programs. Glenn has written seven self-help books for Orion in the UK and McGraw-Hill in the USA and has produced 100 hypnosis and meditation audios for BBC audiobooks. Orion and his own company, Divinity Publishing. Glenn plans to release two brand new books in 2018. He has 20 years of experience as a clinical hypnotherapist in one-to-one therapy sessions. And in recent years, he has worked with many high profile and celebrities. In May, 2011, he was made a fellow of the British School of Clinical Hypnosis for his achievement in the world of hypnotherapy. Woo, welcome Glenn. So happy to have you here today.
2: Hello, Tanya, very very pleased to be with you.
3: Wow,
1: a little bit of technical stuff, but here we are. Brought in, uh ranging the world. You're in the UK, is that correct?
2: Yeah, no, well I was born in the UK and my office ah. is in the UK but I live in southern Spain now.
1: Oh wow, wonderful. <laughs> that must be nice. So um, yeah, let's start by, I think I'm feeling guided, just let's start by having you tell us a little bit about your journey and how did you come to be a clinical hypnotherapist? What, what puts you on that path?
2: Well, my background um, was that there's a little bit of an echo on the line. Can you hear it?
1: Um, I hear it very slightly on my end, so I'm guessing you're probably hearing it more on yours.
2: A little bit. I've got to turn the sound down a little bit, but um, it is yeah. there, so I'll, I'll have to get used to it. It's kind of about half a second after every word I speak.
1: Yeah, it's very. <laughs> I can't really hear it on my end. So hopefully everyone else, um, like me, is not hearing it a lot. And okay. um, I know it's bothersome though for the person that's speaking.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. I'll, I'll just. Um, I'll get into the groove with it in a minute. It'll just take a little bit of adjusting. But, yeah, um no worries. Yeah, my my story is that I was um, a musician in my younger life. Um, my very younger life, my teenage years were very dysfunctional and. I'd often uh, run away from home and um, my house was very dysfunctional and so I'd run away from home and I got in trouble with the law and kicked out of school, that kind of thing. And I was always looking in my older life for a way out of all that chaos and, and a way to clear a lot of the the negative conditioning that I picked up from my childhood. And And one of the ways that kind of got me out of that and started me off in a more positive direction was that i found music and i got into um i learned to play the bass guitar back in the 80s and i joined a band and it gave me a really positive focus and yeah that took me off in a new direction in life and and i I had a little bit of success in my sort of late teens early 20s in a band in the uk uh, but it never really lasted And it was later on that I was playing uh, my guitar in pubs and clubs and restaurants that I shared the bill one day with the stage hypnotist and watching this guy work and use hypnosis for entertainment I found it really fascinating and it was a little bit of an epiphany because although I didn't want to do the entertainment thing I really loved hypnosis and the idea of it and how it worked and so from there, I did um, a diploma with the biggish, biggest, biggest uh, hypnotherapy school in the UK back in the day, and I absolutely loved it. I really enjoyed it, and I learned self hypnosis, and I was using it on myself to clear a lot of the dysfunction from my childhood mm. and a lot of the addictions and have, you know, phobias I had and anxiety issues, and you know, I kind of unravelled myself from that time on and 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 became you know moved into a much more positive space and kind of then started hanging out with more positive people and you know over time life became more abundant and successful and you know to the point where I'm at today you know writing books and making recordings for a living so it's been um, a
1: supporting and supporting millions of people um you know to overcome I think it's so I think it's very common that so many of us have this past trauma right and and dysfunctional family I think that's pretty common and then we're guided right then we're guided to this thing that's going to help us to heal and then we turn around and support are able to support others to do it because it made such a big impact for us
2: that's absolutely spot on and I think when you've done the work on yourself and you've cleared a lot of the um, negative conditioning and um you know programming that's held you back you then become a very good you know teacher for others and healer for others because you're you're you know you're helping people from real life experience um yeah
0: yeah you know
2: that's the thing and i love doing that i often see clients and or hear feedback from people who've used my recordings and you know they're going through the same process i was 20 years ago you know coming out of a very dysfunctional pattern of behavior and you know moving forward and with my recordings I really infused them with that same kind of passion for healing that I had when I first discovered you know self-hypnosis and law of attraction and and that kind of thing and yeah anyone can overcome anything I believe you know we've all this this life is a golden opportunity to do that and sometimes that, when you have crazy. that adversity, it really forces you to look deep and, and um, you know, clear from the inside out. And that was certainly the case with me. You know, I had so many um, dark times when I was young, difficult times and, um, you know, and everything I touched turned to stone when I was younger. And I, I kind of got sick of that failure and that, you know, negative cycle of, you know, it was like an ever decreasing circle where it just went down and down, and, um, you know, and I'm so glad I I found my way out of it.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people, um, so whoever's listening today, and I know a lot of people are listening, perhaps, or listening to the replay, and they may be thinking, okay, well, it worked for Glenn, and, um, you know, Tanya seems to maybe be doing well as as well, but, you know, I have too much stuff. It's not going to work for me, and I, I know from my experience, and it sounds like from yours too, Glenn, really... If you believe you can be healed, if you believe you can change it around, a lot of times you just need to find the tools that will work for you. Don't you agree?
2: Absolutely. You know, I think when you're in that cycle of struggle and doubt, um, you know, it can, um, you can have so much uh, self-doubt
3: yeah.
2: and you kind of expect failure because if that's all you've known, it's, it's just um, a cycle. And I was caught up in that for a long, long time. And, you know, I was kicked out of school when I was 15. And my headmaster told me I was the worst kid he'd had in the school for 10 years. You know, because, Oh,
1: jeez. <laughs> yeah, I was
2: really very, very rock bottom.
1: Probably the last and, uh, thing you needed to hear, you know.
2: Yeah, do you know what, though? At the time, it was just par for the course for me. I was, right. you know, I, I, was, I kind of expected it because it was just how my life was. You know, home life was very dysfunctional and violent. And I was hanging out in the streets with or gangs and, and it was just the norm. You know, I kind of, I was kind that of was good at being one. bad back in those days. You know, yeah. I didn't have a bad soul, but I just had a bad, a lot of bad conditioning. And deep down, I always wanted to do good, but I just didn't know how to do it. Um, and music was well, kind of was my pathway out of that. But what you said there is so right that, you know, it doesn't matter how much conditioning, how much negativity you've got going on. If you work at it and get inside and do the healing, you can transform your life. You, you really can. Um, I had a mountain of it, you know, drugs and drink and all that kind of thing. I had hepatitis when I was 17 because I just drank myself into oblivion. And um, I was very, very messed up. You know, I'm now in my middle life, I'm, I'm vegan, uh, you know, I write books for a living, I'm completely healthy, I play tennis four times a week. I'm fitter than I was when I was 25, um, and anyone can do that. Anyone can pull themselves out, clear their conditioning, and and transform. But the thing with me is, when I when I found self hypnosis and a lot of the healing modalities that I used, I was so hungry for change and so desperate for change that I threw myself into it with you know such gusto because I really really wanted a different life to the one I had. And I saw in, um, you know, hypnosis, meditation tools to transform my life from the inside out. And I used to meditate every single day for like an hour on, you know, creating some abundance in my life and happiness. And I was, I got really deep into it. I had affirmations all over my uh, computers, on my cars. And when I was doing a drive, I used to drive a minicab. And when I didn't have fares, I'd be doing affirmations. And I, I just immersed myself in it. And And really when I think of it, life did start to change fairly quickly because I was resonating at a different frequency and I was starting to attract so many more positive things into my life and opportunities and, you know, small successes became bigger and bigger. And as I got clearer, life continued to become more abundant and happy just as i would meditated
1: yeah so reprogramming when you say conditioning um we're also talking about belief systems and Mm -hmm. they say that one of the biggest belief systems in the world and i think it's definitely connected to how you were treated and we're not blaming parents or anybody because they dealt with it too but but how you perceived or how you were you know perceived you were treated growing up and the messages you took on and they say the most common belief in the world is i'm not worthy lovable Mm -hmm. Or deserving mm. so it, it really and then you know we're talking a lot about self-love and worth today and um, you know how so how do you work with people um, you know how does your hypnosis help people to reprogram those beliefs I know I know most people here might be aware of hypnosis but you're talking mm-hmm. affirmations and that's very similar but if you could just go a little bit more into that and why that works and and how that works um you work with your people um doing that because yeah, sure. i think that's the core of it so
2: if you think of an iceberg and you think of the 10% above the surface that's very much the analogy for the conscious mind and the unconscious the unconscious part of our mind is the 90% below the surface that's got so much potential so much talent so much wisdom there and also a lot of our conditioning um, experiences from our younger life you know our childhood and you know even our past lives if you believe in that and you know through self-hypnosis and meditation you can access that part of your your mind so when you go into that and you start to change the conditioning change patterns of behavior uh, beliefs about yourself you can do things very quickly and easily. So you can, um, you know, change patterns of behavior that are stuck there for for a very long time or very deep rooted, you know, through just closing your eyes and going into that very deeply relaxed state and using affirmations or working with a therapist for, you know, deeper and more complex stuff. Um, You know, I've experienced Uh, ayahuasca ceremonies that go very very deep and work on clearing aspects of your shadow that you know are even beyond your conscious awareness or even your unconscious awareness when you're in a state of self-hypnosis um so that that's the thing i'm i'm having to stagger my words a little bit because because of the echo (laughs)
3: oh so i'm kind
2: of um, I, i might sound a bit monotone at times but that's the reason
1: so, yeah, yeah
2: no, you, sound, you sound just fine. I, I, I've really just been on that journey since it since I had that epiphany that you can change from the inside out. Um, you know, I've been on that journey for 25 years, and and it, it's just been an amazing journey. You know, to transform my life from such a dark place to, you know, the abundant space I'm in now, where I live in the southern Spain in a beautiful place where I've always dreamed of living, um, surrounded by love and abundance. And, you and, can and, one
1: the, and one of the and one of the big things, right, I just want to come back to say again, one of the big things, um you know if if that's something that you're like, "Oh wow, maybe you don't want the same exact things that Glenn or I do, but you want a better life, It's like realizing that where you need to start, really, what we're talking about today is shifting shifting those belief systems, right that mm. you are lovable, you are worthy, you are deserving. Because mm. if you don't you're going to continue to live in and or attract all of the opposite quote unquote negative stuff that you you don't want to continue to live in or to continue to have
2: yeah that's right. that's really true and, and one of the biggest things you can do yeah is learn to love yourself unconditionally um you know that well, was how something do you do I that
3: didn't, <laughs> well I did not have a
2: lot of that in my younger <laughs> life so that was one of the first things I worked on when i discovered self-hypnosis and, and meditation and i would literally um you know go into a very deeply relaxed state and what i'll do at the end tanya i'll send you um my guide to self-hypnosis so people can download that and um use the techniques on there to, to experience the state of self-hypnosis and go into that state and once you get into that deeply relaxed state where you're very centered and calm. You can then project feelings of love to yourself. Um, And you can also use affirmations, you know, using something as simple as I love and respect myself unconditionally. You know, you could use that affirmation when you look in the mirror, you know, before you brush your teeth every morning. If you did that every single day, over time, you would start to feel more self-love. You know, because you're programming your mind. And that's not a bad time to do it first thing in the morning because we're in the um hypnagogic state at that time. You know, before you're fully awake, you're in that semi sleep state. You're in a natural waking trance state at that time. So just look in the bathroom mirror every morning and say, I love and respect myself unconditionally. And even if it doesn't mm. feel quite right at first because you've got, you know, a lot of conditioning, if you carry on with that and you override that old, old conditioning, you'll start to feel that, you'll start to feel that self-love and that worthiness. You know, sometimes you might need a little extra help, you might need to seek out a good therapist and work with them to clear away any deeper rooted stuff. But I've always looked at that whole journey as something that's an ongoing thing that you continue to do. It's a holistic journey, working on yourself. That's something I'll still be doing when I'm 90 years of age.
1: Never, um, <laughs> yeah, we man. we don't just get, we don't just, I, you know, I tell my clients too, um, especially when it comes to self-love and worth, um, like you, I had a pretty, pretty rich childhood of abuse and trauma. And um, I really had to start working a lot on, you know, shifting those belief systems that I wasn't worthy, I wasn't lovable, I didn't deserve, mm-hmm. you know, to have love and support because of the way I was treated growing up. And, you know, still to this day, um, and I've been on my journey really deeply since 2004 um, when I got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Um, so I've I've been doing that deeper healing journey, and I still tell my clients, I still use all my tools, my meditations, all my other things mm. every day still, like you do. It's not like you just get there and then you stop. Um, no. <laughs> because that what conditioning is, runs so deep, we need to continue to use it consistently every day.
2: It's like peeling layers of an onion but i think what happens is once you start to make a little bit of progress you know through using your affirmations meditating you start to um you know surf a new wave and you start to enjoy that process of healing and clearing and you know now if somebody says to me oh there's a new healer in town he's doing this thing and he's great and you know as long as it's someone i trust then you know i'm there i want to i want to continue to move forward and feel lighter and um more like i'm supposed to be because i think what conditioning does it stops you becoming the person you're supposed to be but when you clear a lot of the conditioning that you inherited or other people gave to you you start to become more authentic and like the person that you're supposed to be and um you know another really good little technique that i use um to improve that is to project love to other people as well love and uh you know, love and unconditional love, love and compassion to other people. And you can do that just by walking down the street. And when you see people, don't judge them. You know, however they look or whatever their ethnicity is, do not judge anyone. You just look at them and project a feeling of love to them. And when you start doing that with people, it's amazing how pe- people respond differently to you. Because, you're, you know, you're operating from a different you know mindset and and uh that's a really good little technique that i get into the zone whenever i've got um, a meeting even or i've got to meet someone and negotiate or or even if i'm looking forward to someone just project a feeling of love and compassion to them because um who is it plato said that uh (laughs) the the quote i'm trying to think with this echo going on um (laughs) Send, send love to everyone you meet. For everyone's fighting a journey that you know nothing about. So it's kind of that thing. Everyone's on their own journey through this life with all its challenges and obstacles, and we're all experiencing different things at different times. And somebody, if some sometimes you meet someone who's angry or or very down and somber. You know, it's easy to be judgmental, but you know they're they're angry or they're down for a reason. You know, and we don't know what that is. So it's. It's always nice to flip into that, see people as other souls on the journey, making their way through life and give and send them love and compassion, because when you do that, it helps with your own self-worth and your own, your own journey.
1: Yeah, I love that. And I'm so, I'm so glad you brought that up, Glenn, because I think, you know, we we tend to receive or attract um, what we send out into the world as well. So, yeah, we're all, we're all needing that love and compassion. So if we yeah. can, you know, even I'll, I'll say to one of my clients who comes and, you know, they're complaining about someone who's given them a hard time or, you know, and I'll say that is your noble adversary. And, you know, the best thing you can do is remember that they need love and compassion too. Like they're mm-hmm. acting that way because they're not feeling good about themselves. They're feeling, mm-hmm. you know, insecure, hurt, fearful. So if you send them love and compassion, right, they're going to ease, probably ease up, and you're going to start to receive more of that as well, whether it's from them or everybody, right, anybody you come into contact with.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And it also becomes easier then to project it towards yourself. And it's such a good thing to do. You know, it really helped me transform my life. That was one of the things. Because when I was younger, um, I used to do interviews when I was in the band. You know, we got to a point where we we're doing interviews, and I couldn't actually speak on the microphone because I was so crippled with self-doubt and insecurity. And the band I was in, they'd all speak on the microphone, but I just, I just freeze up, and my, my voice would dry up, and I couldn't do it. And wow. it was all because of this lack of self-worth, this lack of self-love. But you know, once I started to work on myself, and I'd use these affirmations, you know, you are worthy, you're lovable. And project this feeling of love and compassion to my younger self, you know I've done a lot of um inner healing inner child healing, and that's a very powerful thing i've got actually got a recording on that um heal your mm. inner child and um oh,
1: and everybody needs you, that
2: <laughs> yeah, if you've had that very difficult childhood, you know any kind of abuse that's it can be a very powerful recording you know sometimes you need a one to one to to work on specifics but you know for a lot of people that can be effective and and it is it's that feeling of you know letting letting go of your mistakes you know don't blame yourself for the mistakes you've made you know we all make we've all made mistakes in life, and we often do it with the consciousness we had at that time
1: um, oh, you read my mind, Glenn I was actually i'm just looking through the webcast questions here and um one of the things that really blocks self love is carrying that blame, shame, or guilt Mm. for things, right, things that we did or did not do in our past, Mm. Um, maybe even things that people, you know, you were talking about being your authentic self before, and a lot of us growing up were shamed for Mm. trying to be who we really were, right, and some of us even got, you know, even got worse, right, Maybe, maybe verbal, but many also got physical and or sexual abuse because of that maybe teased yeah. at school, so whatever it is. So how, you know, how do we clear out that shame, blame, and guilt? Um, is it just also using the affirmations? Is it it's something else that goes deeper? How would you address that when, when people come to work with you?
2: I think it depends on the level. You know, sometimes it can need more work than, you know, certain issues can need more work than others. Um, And I always use the analogy that if you wanted to create a really great physique, for example, you'd you'd work out at the gym a number of times of the week. And the mind is the same. If you want to be really, um, you know, create an abundant, happy life and be on top of things and clear conditioning, Mm -hmm. it's something that you have to work on regularly and put a lot of energy into. You know, that's often the thing, when you use meditations, when you use affirmations, really believe it with every cell in your body and that was something i learned over time that when i first started using affirmations for self-love and abundance or whatever it was the more energy i put into it and the more i really believed it the quick the quicker things changed and so it's all about you know creating a powerful energy around making change and making things happen and And not just
1: saying the words like you said but actually you've mentioned feeling it like so a lot of people are you know just going around saying the affirmations um and really it's it's feeling it in your body with every cell of your body like you said and continuing to do that over time right will Mm. will create a change energetically
2: you will because you almost create an imprint when you use an affirmation over and over again it becomes imprinted on your unconscious if you think of a computer you know what you put into it is what you're going to get back out and the mind is very much like that so you know i mean to give you an idea of a way that i used that years ago i i started driving a mini cab in my sort of late uh, 20s and i was struggling a lot of the time you know just to make a living just to keep my head above water and and I was really crippled with anxiety just about sitting in a cab office with other guys. And, and um, so I used to do this simple affirmation. It was before I learned hypnosis and uh, meditation, before I had all the tools in my kit, but I naturally used to say, as I was driving into the office, I always get on well with people because it seems strange now. You know, I'm very successful and I've done all these great things. But back then I was, I was so riddled with anxiety I just couldn't I felt uncomfortable sitting in a room with other people because I felt so you know lack of self-worth and that kind of thing so I used to do this simple affirmation that I always get on well with people and I noticed after time that I started to feel more confident around them and that's really what took me on to this way of thinking and you know took me towards finding a hypnotherapy course and, and transform my life and I went deeper with it and it got me on that that momentum and and anyone can do that. Any it doesn't matter how stuck you are, how low your self esteem is, you can transform yourself from the inside out. And all I would say is if you really want that, then you know put the energy into it. Give it focus. You know, use my self hypnosis guide or use somebody else's or whatever, whatever tool you use, find something that works. Find for your you.
1: tool. <laughs> find your tool, yeah. yeah. It's
2: find different your for tool everyone.
1: and use it every day is you know, is yeah. my motto. Um, and, you know, it, and it's interesting too, Glenn, that especially when we work with um, the self-love and worth, like I am lovable and worthy or, you know, I'm deserving of good things, mm. um, whatever, you know, flavor of that you want to use, because I believe everyone struggles with self-love and worth. And mm. when we struggle with that, it actually blocks us from receiving anything in our life, right? Anything, quote unquote, good, whether it's money, whether it's a promotion, yeah. Yeah. whether it's um, people into your life that love and support you versus maybe treat you the way you got treated growing up.
3: Yeah.
2: Um,
1: so, you know, I would say you guys, you know, which is why this month it's like self-love and worth month is so important. Um, and why I invited Glenn on is just that reprogramming, rewiring your brain yeah. on a daily basis, right? With that, I am lovable and worthy or, you know, whatever variation you want to come up with. And just from that Simple affirmation, meditation, um, you know, and for me, I always do mine first thing in the morning, I do my midday again, and then as I fall asleep at bedtime, um, because I I know that I can continue to, you know, have a tune-up, right? (laughs) We can always go a little bit higher. But but that consistency, right, that consistency you're talking about, Glenn, and then that whatever tool it is, some people like tapping, I prefer meditation and hypnosis, because that feels really easy to me. (laughs) yeah um i don't i'm not into struggling that's you know um, receiving with ease is one of is one of my is one of my affirmations
2: it's absolutely the um the compounding and the repetition of it is the key to it and it doesn't have to be the same thing each day so you can use you know when you're driving maybe turn the radio off and get into some affirmations when you're driving you know you're you're in a conscious state but those affirmations still make a difference when you repeat them over and over and um you know read books on things that inspire you and make you you know where where you you want to achieve and uh, you know the person that has written the book inspires you and this you know i I used a really holistic approach there was no one thing that got me out the hole but one thing happened to me that really um brought home to me how effective these things can be you know the the working on the inner mind when my oldest son was born you know as always we we're never going to project what our parents put onto us to them you know we always want <laughs> for them and we so hope not son, you know i wanted him to grow up confident i wanted him to believe in himself and i i learned hypnosis hypnotherapy when he was about six or seven so whenever he had an examination or a test at school you know, I'd use self hypnosis. I'd use it, sorry hypnosis on him, and you know, get him to feel really good about himself. And it was age appropriate at the time. You know, I wasn't putting him into deep trances, but I was telling him colourful little stories with great metaphors, and you know, telling him how great, how loved he was, and what a beautiful soul he was, that kind of thing. But um, one day, he he was playing football for his team, and uh, we turned up at the match, and he'd been dropped, so he wasn't actually in the team and uh, we were a bit disappointed and i'd looked away and i hadn't noticed him he'd walked up to the manager of the team and he said to me excuse me he said um why have you dropped me he said i'm the best player in the team and um <laughs> and he started lecturing this manager about how good he was and why he should be in the team and he was only about nine at the time and i was standing there <laughs> thinking oh my god what have i created <laughs> but he was a po. Polar opposite to me at that age, whereas I would have, you know, never in a million years said something like that. But it and you might have been from... shattered,
1: right? Your your ego might have been shattered. Whereas he was oh. like, what?
2: <laughs> you know, for me, I de- what I developed was a sort of, you know, as a teenager, I developed a cocky uh, Jack the Lad shell. You know, so I looked, I looked like a little tough guy on the front, but I was it was anything but that. You know, a very fragile uh, ego at the time because. You know that all of my experiences in life had you know knocked me knocked me down so many times um, but you know so i built my son up from a very young age and and he's got that confidence now he's 30 years of age and he's he's a he's a really amazing man you know he's got so so lovable and everyone loves him you know what his grandparents you know down to kids they, they, they adore him and he's just got that self-love coming out of every pore he's never had any doubt about himself um, wow.
1: If we would have all, if we would have all had parents like you, but um of course, <laughs> I believe yeah. we got the parents we asked for in order to heal, grow and evolve. That's a whole nother, the whole nother conversation. But, but the thing is, too, that no matter how old you are, and I know some of you listening might be in your 80s, I might have people, you know, listening in their 20s to this show. No matter how old you are, you can start to change it today. Right. You can start, you can start to use the things that Glenn and I are talking about. And, um, and we're going to share in a few moments, uh, Glenn has a, a free gift, a meditation, um, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and I do as well. And so you can start using whether it's our tools or other tools that resonate with you. But really what we're trying to get across here is anybody can, can heal, um, no matter what it is right, no matter what happened to you as a child or how you were treated or weren't treated, um, no matter how low you feel today, um, no matter how bad your money breakdown might be, right, you can simply start using these tools today. And over time, right, like I'm sure you said, Glenn, you started to notice um, some shifts in your, you know, emotional state and then different things starting to shift in your life when you started to use use the hypnosis and the affirmations. And I would say for me, too, you know, I started to feel better about myself within a couple of weeks. I started to notice symptoms in my body. Um, I know you work a lot with people with chronic illness, as I do, um, mm-hmm. and weight. And that those things start to shift as well. And, yes, it may take years to, to heal 100%, but you are going to start noticing small shifts and changes when you start using these things on a consistent daily basis. And I'm, you see that as well, too, with your clients, right, Glenn?
2: Absolutely. It's, um, yeah. you know, it can be life-changing, absolutely life-changing on, on so many levels. And, um, you know, ab- abundance, you know, the people strive for that. And, you know, if you're just working on that on a conscious level, you know, you're missing the bigger trick. Because when you program yourself from the inside out on a deeper level things happen so much quicker and you know you get to meet the right people at the right time you get luckier um, it's a lot of the work is unseen and they've proven in quantum physics that uh, our thoughts and our uh, beliefs can actually uh, shift atoms and molecules and they, they've that's proven so our, our thoughts and the things that we are projecting out from us are uh, shaping the world around us
1: their and, energy you
2: know i i years and years ago i a lot of the people i mixed with ended up in uh having serious criminal careers and i bumped into a guy recently he found me on facebook and i lived with him in london when i was 17 and he'd um he'd been involved in you know robbing banks and he's 25 and he got in touch with me back in through facebook and and it kind of showed me how my life was then and my life is now. It's just so worlds and worlds apart. Um mm. you know, so every now and again I have someone from my past that finds me and says, Oh, I've seen you writing books <laughs> and making recordings and I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, you know, I couldn't our world, worlds are so different.
1: Yeah, wow. It it is a nice reminder. It it can also be, um, I I find it surprising as well, right? Sometimes when people are like, do you remember when you used to do this or be like that? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. wow, I am a much different person. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now I am actually more fully, like you said before, I'm more my authentic or divine self now because I don't have all that conditioning holding me back. And and actually, we know that our our conditioning, our beliefs drive our actions. So I used yeah. to be really self-abusive, um, yeah. you know, whether it was drinking too much, drugs as well. Um, and just letting myself um, being like really let myself I have people in my life that I would let them stay and abuse me, whether it was verbally, yeah. physically or sexually, even when I was an adult. And yeah. it was like, oh, my God, once I once I began to work with with planting that seed of worth and self-love. Those mm. things started to change. I started to treat myself better and invited mm. more people in that were treating me in a more loving way as well. Yeah, um, Glenn, so I just want to ask, so many people are writing in on the webcast asking, is Glenn going to do a short healing session with us today? So um, like I'm going to put that out to you.
2: A little sort of meditation, something like that.
1: Yeah, um, I'm feeling that would be awesome since so many people are asking if you're open to that. And a lot of people are also writing in about fear, anxiety, worry, shame and procrastination. So maybe something that can help with shifting that.
2: Okay. well, I think, um, you know, what we could do is something where I just guide people into a, a nice relaxed state and get them to clear their mind and then just work on a feeling of self-love and worthiness as that's the, the theme. And that kind of covers a lot of those issues. Oh, yeah. So we'll do something short and sweet, you know, sort of 10 minutes because- um, That would be beautiful. Uh, yeah,
1: that, would, that would
2: be a nice, nice time just to get a feel for what it's like and how to experience that. So what I want you to do then is just get yourself in a very
3: comfortable position
2: and start to breathe very slowly and very deeply. And you can just breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth in a slow circular breathing motion.
3: And just feel yourself relax more and more with every outbreath. Just breathe away any stress or anxiety as you breathe out. Notice any tension in your body, any tightness, and just let that go. And allow yourself to relax now on every level. And just relax more and more through your breath, breathing away any negative thoughts, any stresses any fears or anxiety just breathe them away now and relax as there's nothing for you to do at this moment and any sounds in the background they just allow you to relax more and you can feel yourself Just becoming more comfortable now and more relaxed and slightly more peaceful now as you allow yourself to let go and just drift down, deeper relaxed and you can almost imagine a feather falling down from the sky, floating from side to side and drifting down and down as it gently falls to the floor. And as you imagine this, you continue to allow yourself to relax more and more and clear away any unwanted thoughts so that you just allow your mind to go blank. As there is nothing for you to do now. nothing for you to think about. You just allow your conscious mind to relax and sleep. And when you do this, your unconscious mind naturally becomes more open and receptive. and you naturally drift into that state where you're still aware of your surroundings but you're just very relaxed and peaceful and centered and balanced. Just allow yourself to go deeper and deeper relaxed enjoying the process of letting go, of letting the world outside go and going deeper inside and feeling very safe and secure as you do this. And whenever you go into this relaxed state. You will feel very relaxed and secure. Very safe and secure. And at peace with yourself and the world around you. And I want you to know You can really begin to feel good about yourself at this moment. You can feel good about yourself. Just focus on that now and start to project a feeling of love and respect to yourself. And maybe forgiveness if you need to. Just go deeper relax and connect with a feeling of love and compassion. And sometimes, you can imagine the love you have for someone else. Imagine the love you have for a child or a favorite relative. And think of that love and compassion. And generate it strongly inside yourself. And then I want you to focus that love and compassion towards yourself. Love and compassion. And really feel it strongly. Feel it growing. As though it's an energy that you're projecting to yourself now, but also to your younger self. The younger self who was young and naive and made mistakes, and maybe struggled. Just send that love, forgiveness and compassion your younger self. And feel the energy of that growing stronger. Almost as though you can feel your heart opening and expanding. And projecting this love and self-worth your younger self, just begin to feel that growing stronger and stronger. to know that you deserve to feel loved and worthy on every level. You truly deserve to feel good about who you are and the journey you've been on through your life. Just allow that thought to resonate through every cell in your mind and body. Just begin to repeat yourself either silently or out loud. I love and respect myself. I love And respect myself. I love and respect myself, and believe it as you say it. Continue to repeat that affirmation over and over, even after we finish this session. As every time you say that, you compound that belief, and it will grow stronger, and over time. You will begin to believe in yourself more and more, and feel so much more stronger and confident. And you will feel more courage and confidence, and notice more opportunities more positivity coming into your life as you transform your life from the inside out and you continue to feel more self-love and self-worth. And so in a few moments, I'm just going to count to three and as I reach the number three,
2: all of these beliefs and feelings will grow ten times stronger
3: and resonate through every part of your mind, body, and spirit. So, ready now. One, two, three. And from now on, you will continue. To feel so much stronger in yourself. And more abundant and positive And more confident. And the outside world will begin to reflect this back to you in many different ways. And life will become happier and more abundant. When you continue to work on yourself from the
2: inside out. Use your affirmations and self-hypnosis to build your feeling of self-esteem and self-worth as you deserve to feel happy, confident
3: and abundant. That's your divine right. And so that will stay with you in the days and weeks and months ahead. And so
2: now I'm going to slowly count up to five. And with each number now, you become a little more conscious and back to full waking consciousness when I reach the number five. So already ready now. Just take a few deep breaths. One, two, three. Waking up more. Feeling alert and refreshed and relaxed. Four, five, open your eyes and come wide awake back into the here and now. Ready to take on the day if it's early where you are. It's nine o'clock here in Southern Spain and so I'm going to be winding down. But you can wind up if you're earlier in the day. And I hope you have a wonderful day, wonderful, abundant, positive day. And um,
3: thank you for listening
1: wow thank you glenn that was that was amazing
3: you're welcome the echo
2: here actually helped <laughs> it was very similar ah. to my recordings because i use echoes really? on my recording and i had it on my microphone
1: yeah. <laughs> wow perfect for that huh um what what is the i've I've been meaning or wondering what does the echo do um, in the in the guided hypnosis?
2: It was just a technique that I kind of developed on my recordings to uh, when people are in a very relaxed receptive state uh, they I'd use affirmations that would echo and I'd pan them across the stereo range, so you'd hear the first affirmation in your right ear if you've got headphones on, and then it would pan across. The stereo range into your left ear and it would slowly fade and it was a very uh, dreamy hypnotic effect and it's you know the feedback i get from people it's something that really helps to take them deep and absorb the affirmation the so yeah i could,
1: uh, I could in, feel that in my younger
2: life i recorded a lot of music so i used some of those techniques when i started making hypnotherapy recordings and um you know it really helped me make unique and different kind of recordings
1: Hmm. I have another question um, from Sarah and well she actually said Glenn thank you so much that was amazing and deeply relaxing. Is it okay that I fell asleep? (laughs) No
2: a lot of people do fall asleep because you get into that state you get so relaxed it's easy to drift off. Uh, The ideal state to be in is one where you're uh, in the hypnopompic state so it's just before you're fully asleep and you know you're in that dreamlike state where you're not thinking of anything you're just kind of floating with it Um, it's very similar to daydreaming the hypnotic Mm -hmm. trance is very similar to when you daydream and you're actually going from you know the beta state which is where you're fully conscious and wide awake into the alpha state which is light meditation you know and some people stay in the alpha state they don't go any deeper than that Uh, but some people drop down into theta delta and then the sleep state which is like 1.5 cycles a second you know your brainwaves are going at that that state and so if you do fall asleep you'll still be absorbing the suggestions up until that point where you fall into a deep sleep at 1.5 cycles a second so up until that point you're taking it all on board but then if you drop off you know so you'd miss the rest of it from that point on so it doesn't really matter if you fall asleep but the idea is to, you know, kind of keep yourself in that nice dream-like
1: state. Yeah, that kind of drifty, drifty dreamy state. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, very nice. So um, I know we're towards the end of our time. Is um, Your gift that you have for us today is called the Sonic Healing Meditation. Can you tell us a little bit about that meditation?
2: yeah well this is um, a healing meditation that's based on the ancient solfagio scale Um, and along with a friend of mine i co-authored it with a guy called ali calderwood and um, he created the music that matched the frequencies of each of these six solfagio meditations and this one is actually the 639 hertz and this one was it's uh, for communication and, um, yeah. you know, kind of your throat chakra and being able to express yourself clearly and confidently. Uh, the, the frequency works on, on that particular issue. And it was something that the Gregorian monks, thousands of years ago, they used to chant at these exact frequent, frequencies on the solfeggio yeah. scale. So we had the idea to make meditations where the music's on that frequency um, the meditation itself is based around the theme of that frequency. And, you know, we put them together and we've had amazing feedback on them. And actually, um, Dr. Len Horowitz, who was responsible for rediscovering the frequencies, he he messaged us and said, your, your recordings are bang on, you know, they're spot on the money and they, they are the exact frequencies. And so it's a nice endorsement for him. So this is a free wow. gift. Yeah, this is a free gift that we give away and it's part of, it's one part of the whole series. There's six in the whole series, but this one's the 639 Hertz and it's good for communication and expression.
1: Wow, and I think, I can't wait to listen to it, Um, and I'll tell you guys where to get that in a moment, but I just want to add that I think so many of us who don't feel lovable or worthy, we have, we do have a lot of struggle with communicating um, what I, you know, what I would call our truth or sticking up for ourselves. So I think this is going to be super powerful, you guys, and you're definitely going to want to receive that. And the way that you do that, um, those of you who are on the webcast, there's a button towards the top of the screen that says Sonic Healing Meditation. You just click that um, to go to the page where Glenn's free meditation gift is. And those of you on the phone or listening to the replay, Um, If you just go to tanyapenny.com and click on podcast at the top of the page, it'll take you to this interview to listen to the replay, um, as well as Glenn's free gift, the Sonic Healing Meditation. And if you haven't already, you can also receive my free gift, the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Starter Kit, which is a 10 Keys Blueprint audio lesson guided therapeutic meditation practice, and a bonus class, Creating Your Self-Love Blueprint. Um, And you can receive that as well. So, ooh, I am feeling really good right now. And it is the beginning of my day. I'm in Sedona, Arizona. So it's about noon. So I've got a good portion of my day left, and I'm feeling really good. Thank you, Glenn.
3: (laughs) You're welcome, Tanya.
2: Lovely to speak to you.
1: (laughs) You too, Glenn. And um I just wanna say thank you to you and to everybody listening today to the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life podcast. Feel free to share this with friends and family. And Glenn, do you have any parting um, just words or nuggets or just something that you feel is important for people uh, to leave people with today?
2: Yeah, I think just to reiterate that thing of, you know, work on, you know, your your inner self uh, with, you know, for that feeling of self-worth and self-love. That's so important. You know, if you really do want to improve your self esteem and feel good about yourself, you know, really work on the inner self and and do it regularly and enjoy the process of it because it really is liberating when you free yourself of addictions and habits. And even if there's subtle addictions, you know, where we're watching telly too much or whatever it is.
1: Um, (laughs) That's a common one.
2: Facebook. Yeah, (laughs) and mobile phones. You know, that's something I, I spend too much time on my mobile phone. that's something i need to work on and 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 it is an ongoing process that you'll be using you know once you start to really get it and you start to get results you'll feel inspired to do it for so many different things you know if you need to make a speech you can make the best speech ever i once hypnotized somebody uh, who was speaking at a celebrity wedding and he was terrified he was terrified of speaking in public and the fact he was speaking at a celebrity wedding was a thousand times harder for him. And he responded to the hypnotherapy session so well that people said to me at the wedding that they thought he was um, a stand-up comedian. He was so good. And I said to him, what happened when I got to the wedding? He said, well, I stood up and he said, as your cue kicked in and you said, I feel fantastic and amazing, positive. All this energy came to him and he delivered the best speech he could have ever delivered. And this wow. was somebody who was petrified of doing this speech. So wow. it's amazing how this this works and how it can change your mind in so many different ways.
1: And, and I think too, once you start using these tools um, consistently... Oh, I'm getting feedback now too.
2: Yeah, I can hear that.
1: <laughs> wow, interesting. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
1: Once you start using these tools consistently, that you're going to start feeling so much better that you'll want to keep using them. You know, mm. when my clients say, "Why do you? You know, why do you really still use your meditations and you know everything else you do um, every day?" and I say, "Yeah, because I feel so good when I do. And when I fall off the wagon and don't do it, I can also tell how bad I can feel pretty quickly." Mm you know, those negative thoughts start to come
2: back in. That's it. It's the it's the monkey mind, isn't it, that can drive us all crazy, you know, the, absolutely. the nags away. And, um, you know, the good thing is when you use self-hypnosis meditation, you bypass that part of your mind and you drop into a very peaceful, serene state where you're, you know, open to new suggestions and you can change patterns of behavior, that kind of thing. And also, you know, the final thing I'll say is that You know, work on that thing of projecting love and compassion to others around you Um, and not just family. You know, use it with strangers or people you're about to meet that you don't know. Um, You know, because it's very, that changes, it's part of the whole holistic journey. And you're, you know, you're working from the inside out and projecting it out. And people do respond to you differently when you use that. You know, when you clear away any judgment and just project that feeling of love and compassion to another soul who's on the journey like you are.
1: Yeah, and it's so simple to do that. And usually mm-hmm. when I, I go for a run every morning, because that's part of my meditation as well, is I will breathe in love and compassion for myself and then I'll send it out to other people. And, mm-hmm. you know, just doing that makes me feel good.
2: You feel good yeah, in yourself, and, yeah, because it's a yeah. it's a natural part of our makeup to be kind and compassionate, you know, but sometimes it gets squashed within us or, you know, we feel insecure about doing it. but It does, it helps with their own growth. So it's a very important thing to do.
1: Absolutely. So you've got some simple tools here to start using everybody. Um, You can even go back and re-listen to Glenn's short, amazing little um, meditation for self-love that he did um, on the call. The replay will be up shortly um, on the link on the page that we've all shared. And um, I just want to leave you with Just a little nugget. Um, remember progress, not perfection. That's one of my favorites. Um, I used to, I'm a recovering perfectionist and I think, you know, just taking those baby steps and remember that healing takes time. It takes compassion. It takes patience and, um, self-love is not selfish. So take that time for you. Anytime you say to yourself, I don't have time to do, whether it's Glenn's meditation, hypnosis or mine or any of the other tools that you have remember that that is how you're gonna shift, and it's not selfish to take that time for you um and really just that practice 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 and um yeah, you'll start to see big changes so again, Glenn, thank you so much
2: you're welcome, Tanya love yeah, you yeah, and
1: have a you too, and have a beautiful rest of of your evening and uh yeah, I just am <laughs> so happy that I had you on the show today and I'm just so grateful for everybody that's that's here listening. And again, feel free to share this um, really important message, this conversation about self-love and worth, and all the tools that were shared today with your people. And join us tomorrow. um, We have Dee Wallace, and again, at 11 a.m. Pacific, and feel free to share that with your friends and family as well. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Bye, everyone.
0: Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit tanyapenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts, including Tanya's virtual workshop, The Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint.